Breaking news. Several people reporting, including Jeremy Fowler from ESPN, that the Chiefs are releasing wide receiver Marquez Valdez Scantling, saving Kansas City. Twelve million dollars on the salary cap. Once again, the Chiefs, according to damn near everyone who covers the NFL, are releasing Marquez Valdez Scantling, which saves the Chiefs. $12 million against the cap. And if they can't figure out a way to bring him back under a smaller number, if this is it, I thank you, good sir, for the terrific performance you put up in the AFC Championship game against the Cincinnati Bengals when the Chiefs were dangerously thin at wide receiver and he had a 100-yard game that helped the Chiefs beat the Bengals to get to the Super Bowl last year. And I thank you for making the catch that sealed the victory over the Ravens of Baltimore in the AFC Championship game this year. And I thank you for catching a touchdown in the Super Bowl against the 49ers after the Chiefs had recovered a fumble and giving the Chiefs the lead in the third quarter. Thank you, my friend. And I thank you for suggesting the play that led to Patrick Mahomes picking up the first down on fourth and one in overtime. Thank you, my friend. Of said Super Bowl. And I thank you also for hosting the MBS Celebrity Softball Game last year, which allowed me to interview almost every player on the team and have a wisecrack for Patrick Mahomes that made him laugh as I interviewed him over the PA system and stood at home plate with MBS and Patrick Mahomes and will give me a wonderful memory for uh, years to come. So you can focus on the negatives. I focus on those positives. And if that's the end of the Chiefs story with MVS, good day to you, sir. A tip of the cap to you, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Yeah, why would you focus on the negatives? I don't know why you are. That's why I'm trying not to. You know? Now that becomes a huge priority, I would think, is to find a deep threat. Somebody that can stretch the defense, whether they draft it or go sign somebody else. They need a vertical threat on the team now, right? Red Veach ain't playing around right now. Does he ever? Veach. Uh, maybe once in a while with his kids, I'm sure. I mean, at home. No, nah, this is business. He's he's all about that business. He stands on business. That's what he no, does. No, Eli Drinkwood stands on business. Yeah. He's not messing around, but they, they, they do what need What else do you a, have to say? They do need a deep threat, we'll Say right? something else. 
What about, I about mean, MBS? Anything. Things are happening in real hey, time, man. and you're sitting here, and I'm reminiscing. That's what I choose to do. Here's here's a, here's a, an inspiring Maybe thing about. Maybe Jake could find a clip of them sealing the win against the Ravens. Oh. All right, thank you, baby. I'm, just, I'm trying to find my. I think that maybe a lesson we can all take from MVS is you don't you get to decide what's going to define you Sometimes. by how you react to things, right? He had some bad moments in the regular season this year. He did not let those define him. When it mattered most, he stepped up and he made plays for the team and for the city for himself way way down the road are people going to remember that he dropped a pass in a regular season game against some team or are they going to remember that catch he made falling on his backside to seal a game to send his team to the Super Bowl falling on his ass right cover zero man to man put Hamilton on Kelsey which he is right there and see who wins He's coming, he's coming. He gets the protection. He goes long and on his back to ice it is Marquez Valdez scampling for the second straight week. He catches a long ball. He had two of them against the Bills. 32 yards tonight. Unbelievably aggressive call. Only Mahomes and Andy Reid. Yeah. Crank this up. Let's get emotional for a minute. Say something, Jake. We'll just sit there. A man who put some dollars in my pocket. That's right. <laughs> that's exactly right. Give me oh, uh, over. That's getting all sentimental yeah. or anything. Championship game in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Taking that over over on yardage for MBS. Oh. Thank, thank you. I forgot. Thank you for that yeah. too, MBS, for yeah. lining my pockets. <laughs> thank you, sir. You're a good man. Taking care of us Kansas Cityans. Make sure we put food on the table. That was the most one of the most enjoyable events I've been a part of. In recent memory, his uh, celebrity softball game. I don't think Nick Bolton loved me following him around, but so what? It's all right. I do what I want. Of course you do. Maybe he yeah. would like it. Well, he, I don't know if he, he, it happened, so I don't know if he did or yeah. not. M-I-Z. That's right. Well, I, you know. <laughs> what up, Nick Bolton? Got that dog in your... You know, twelve million is a gap. Let's spend it. Let's go. How, how much is it going to cost to get a, a adequate deep threat, or do you think they just try to draft one? I done told you, Gabe Davis. Go out and get Gabe Davis. Go out and get Darnell Mooney. Before we move on, to, and then too draft fast. one in the second round. It's not either or. It's both. We got this call too forever. What else? Chiefs come to the line of scrimmage. It's at the Kansas City 46. 2.19 left to play. The two-minute warning will stop the clock. That's it for the Ravens. They must stop Kansas City here because the Ravens are out of timeouts. Yeah, I just can't see them throwing the football. 
can't you? Mahomes has to check on that field. The Chiefs quarterback stands in the shotgun. He takes the snap. He wants to throw. Lobs it deep down the middle. He's got no. Valdez scantling wide open the 20-yard line. He makes a falling mm. catch, and that is going to do it. And I guess it they threw the football. It will run to the two-minute warning, but the Ravens are out of timeouts, and this season is out of days. <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs will be heading to the Super Bowl for the fourth oh. time in five years. Oh, the season God. is out of days. <laughs> now the tail end. Oh. A magnificent 2023 season. Oh, not that magnificent. Yeah. We'll see the end of the season come oh. here in Baltimore. It's a hell of a regular season, I yeah. can tell you that. Reach the two-minute warning with heavy hearts in Baltimore <laughs> on the Ravens game day network. Oh. Yeah. Thanks, MBS. Yep. <laughs> What are you laughing at? I'm laughing at how we're laughing at how sad that guy was. Glad we've been sad like that. Oh, I know. Yeah, you'll get over. Hang with them, pal. Every right you to know? laugh. At least, hey, their team's won a couple. You know, there's 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 bigger heartbreak out there. Right. I mean, Buffalo and still not have right. Else, so. <laughs> right. It just would. I mean, I'm not being mean. I mean, I know. Jake, what do you think? What do you say about this? Come on. Oh, I think it's a no-brainer. Everything's happening right now. It's happening. I think it's a no-brainer. I mean, you're saving that much in the cap? I mean, make sure you get Tranquil signed. I think that's a big – I mean, that, that frees up some money for moves like that. What wide receiver do you want? Um, very, very simple question there. Probably going to be too expensive. I'd like a little Calvin Ridley, please. Okay, now within reason. <laughs> I mean, yes, I'd like him. Yes. Um, I don't think Gabe Davis is going to be within reason either. Think it'll be too much. Yeah, I do. But Darno Mooney, I think Mooney is in that. I think Mooney's in that range that you're going to be able to afford. I mean, I'd mentioned. John New Smith getting cut earlier. What do they Gabe Davis going to go for? Oh, somebody's going to overpay him. Stupid. I know it is, but I mean that uh, that offense looks different without him. I mean, I think you can look at the Bills with and without Gabe Davis. I mean, I, look, Diggs had that huge drop late in the fourth quarter. Diggs on the downside, right? But I'm saying that's Gabe Davis. He catches that ball. We've seen it. Oh, yeah. We've, we've seen him catching right balls in the playoffs. Trust me. Playoffs. I'd like to see him do that in the Chiefs uniform. That would be nice. Who you went over there? He's going to sit there? No, I like the Gabe Davis idea quite a bit. And maybe that's just the bias of watching him have big games against the Chiefs. But how, I don't know how much he's going to cost. I think the Nagy connection... And the and the down years and just everything comes together. I think Mooney, the price tag and everything else, and he's still twenty six years old. Yeah, that make there's a lot of things that make sense about that. I, I don't really care. I mean, I, I as long as there's somebody that can well, that can stretch the field, they just need somebody that do they that can take the top off a of defense, as they say. No, yes. I think they just need somebody who doesn't drop the ball. Yeah, he's a, just like, catch it. Yeah. Catch well, that's. It. I mean, I I do think that in general. 
I feel like that is a it is a bare minimum requisite as a well, wide receiver. It, I'm, I'm implying that it wasn't, that should be it wasn't part the, of the job as a receiver. Sure. You should be able to receive yeah, well, the ball. We all think, and that, I realize that some guys didn't didn't really accomplish some, that this year. Some guys, a few guys, many. Hey, many guys. Did MBS count catch it when it when it counted. He did. Yeah, but not, he's not and worth $12 were, million. Dollars. Those were, he's, no, he's not, of course. He's but gone. I'm just saying, they did they need him on the team this year? Absolutely. Yes. I mean, they had to fill out the roster. Well, no, but they needed somebody to make a play down the field when the other team had everybody up at the line of scrimmage. Right? They needed somebody that could do that. Now, it would be better to have someone who did it better than, than MVS did for less money. Right? Yes. Sure. But they, but, but they need somebody like that on this team. I mean, some other names out there, like, I don't know, Curtis Samuel. 29 years old. You know what? I, I've, I liked him the last time around. Sure. He could do a lot of the things that Andy Reid wants Kadarius Tony and McCall Harvin to right. do. He could do it well. But I don't know that they're going to give money, the, the age. I just. I don't think he's going to be demanding that. a whole lot of money, though. Yeah. I mean, Tyler Boyd's probably going to, you know, he's up there in age, too. But Paris Campbell. Guy can get deep. I don't know. God bless you. There's nothing to sneeze at. You're right, Nate. It's a big decision. <laughs> 100%. Oh, Jake got a kick out of that one. Marquise Brown. Guy gets deep. He, now, he's going to be too much money. Hollywood. Too much money. I believe he'll be too much money. But maybe I'm stupid. I mean, the shine kind of came off him in Arizona a little well, bit. Well, I don't think that was all his fault. No, probably. Like when you go to Arizona, the shine tends to come off of you. Right. Wouldn't you say? Yes, I would. <laughs> you think it's his? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all the, those guys, are. I mean, they're just going to be priced out. Like, you know, you'd love to get a guy like Michael Pittman Jr. Not going to be able to afford him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're shopping at TJ Maxx for this. For this, I, uh, I'm telling you, if you give me one of those, and I'm not going to say lesser, but one of those, you know, maybe on the second wave of free agency, and 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 give me one that you draft in the, in the first or second round because it's a deep wide receiver class. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah, you had those two. And then you count on the, the continued improvement of Rasheed Rice. And if it's the right money, just based on the podcast with Ryan Clark alone, bring McCall Hartman back. So I can right. hear him talk more. More content. Yeah, anyone out there wants to buy some stock on Sky Moore being a slot receiver? Nope. Okay. Thanks for thinking it over. No. I don't know. I'm... I mean, it won't keep, cost anything to keep on the roster, but... Can you still on the roster? Hmm. Any thoughts on that? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. Is that what he said? I'm good? Was was that the answer? No. What, what is that? You act like there's so bogus? many different answers, you can't remember what bogus? it was. I'm talking about our our stellar interview with him at the Super Bowl. Oh. That's what you want to hear. Yeah, Jake. We can always replay it. It only takes yeah. 15 seconds. <laughs> you don't have to quick. speculate on what he said. Just we can hear it all. I got much further 
That's, that's what else was harassing Bolton. He'd oh, had look at that. Uh, he looks like he's having the time of his life. You, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, just hanging out. Yeah. How happy Rasheed Rice was before he caught a pass in the NFL. Yep. Well, he knew he was about to go with a Super Bowl. Laugh. That's right. He did. I dare say there's no one that's rubbed elbows with more of the upper crust of Kansas City sports history than Stephen St. John. Yeah, there's a lot more. No. No. Who? Who's you, out there you, hosting things with George Brett and Tom know. Watson and Patrick know. Mahomes and Killatrav? First of all, everybody wants to know how you're feeling right now uh, as you try to get ready for this game. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. You uh, you back in practice full time and full go and all that? Uh, yeah. All right. So, how excited are you for the chance to get to get on the field again, especially knowing what you went through last year? I'm good. All right, man. Well, good luck on Sunday. We appreciate it. Yeah. I wished him luck. You did. And I meant it. Yeah. Did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, he didn't. He much. didn't really need it because he didn't. Well, I play. didn't at the time. I didn't know, but just in general, get pretty good game, idea. Just hanging out. Good yeah. luck. Well, yeah. I'm good. He's in Vegas. I don't know if he's gambling afterwards. Good luck. I'm good. It'll get him at the tables. I'm good. KT. Man, you're negative sometimes. About what? What did I say? Uh, yeah. In general. Speaking of good luck, I'd like to wish good luck to uh, my nephew Callan Gregory. And Shawnee Mission South Raiders, they play in sub-state against Shawnee Mission East. What's that mean? Big rivalry game in I'm, basketball. I'm a Missouri guy. I don't know what sub-state means. Uh, some kind of playoff. Well, what is it? What level is it compared it's, to something? Right before state, I'm guessing, since it's So what would that be compared it's like, to? Re- it's like regionals. What is that? So we have, you know, district yeah. champs, sectionals. Yeah, they probably got to win this game and another to make it to the state. Like how many know. teams are left? Sub-state, how many teams are left? That's no what idea. I want to know. Is it the sim? Is it the Sweet Sixteen? Is it the Elite Eight? I think everybody plays in Substate. All of them. I don't, that's what I'm asking. You guys are Kansas guys. Hell, I don't you, know. You, I don't this know guy the, went through it. This guy's a high school legend. Let's ask him. He'll tell you. We just won. That's I just kept winning. But don't you know? That you don't know attention. what level that was. I, I think everybody plays in Substate. Well, good luck to him anyway. Yeah, they uh, they, they, just, they just got Shawnee Mission East, so oh. it's South versus East. Apparently, a big rivalry game. They just won against East on like a, like by one point at the buzzer. They had a court storming at Shawnee Mission South High School apparently on Friday, and uh, my nephew hit the shot to tie the game. So, so I think like you you play like a, a round robin in substate. Like they take the like sixteen teams, they put them in four groups, and then you have to win your substate. Ah, okay. I think that's how it works. All right, thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, man. I don't, I don't, I don't understand how this stuff works. I don't know how the high school playoffs work. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. You play sub-state, you play. This makes it look like it's just a regular old bracket because it, it says here like the, the winner would go on to play Shawnee Mission Northwest versus Why Not High. So I don't know. Do you do you want the Chiefs to bring back MVS at a at a lesser number? Uh, I, 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 mean, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be a hundred percent opposed to it. I mean, if they if if they could get him for a better deal than whatever else is available out there, but they're doing right by him by getting him out there early. Yeah, so he can get Let ahead. Him go so, see you know, what he can get. 
don't don't keep him in no man's land. I wonder what his thoughts are like because you know he took a lot of abuse from all of us through the course of the year. Uh, I wonder how he feels about staying here. Maybe and I wonder how he feels about collecting rings. I mean, maybe after that, it's just like yeah, I don't care. I'll you know, I won a Super Bowl. I can play with the best. Maybe he want to stay. I don't know. I, and I, okay, every, every time I refresh right now, there's more news. <laughs> Jordan Schultz from the Schultz Report, who's very good. When he says something, he's usually good. The Chiefs have officially placed a franchise tag on the Jarius Sneed. It'll cost a little over nineteen million dollars. So it's it's happening. Release MVS, tag Legereus Need. He says Kansas City's priority right now is to extend Chris Jones. And they'll see what happens with Sneed after. So they're putting they're putting Sneed on ice with the, with the, with the t- franchise tag, and they extend Jones. Let me tell you something. If they extend Jones, I will be extended immediately. <laughs> Sometimes I should just think things say them. That's probably one of the times. Sorry, Kansas City. I just get really excited about Chiefs football. Why? Why? <laughs> Sometimes I talk before I think. Yeah, well, it's that visceral reaction that people come to hear from you. Is that what they do? Yeah. Someone just said Jake is 1,000 per- Percent correct on substate. Well, great. Wow. See? Hey, hey man, I, I, I just like to disagree with Jake, even though I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Because I don't. I'm just looking at a bracket here. It looks like a regular bracket, but what do I know? I just know I root for my nephew. He's a great kid. He's That's playing right. really well. That's exactly right. And I hope he has a good good game tonight. You don't care what don't level it's at. Just go. Go. You think you are? I don't think. Don't I'm think. Why? What do you got? What are you doing? Well, my wife's teaching a class tonight, which means I'm in charge of the three kids. Take them kids to a game. Well, have you ever tried to take a four-year-old to a high school sporting yes. event? Oh, my God. It's I a nightmare. I didn't say it'd be easy. <laughs> That's why you got other two other kids yeah. that watch them. Well, one of those kids is... Quarantined right now. Can so I tell you? Going. Can I tell you? We could be your best friend at that game for this for that for that youngster. I One agree. word: nachos. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good shout. That, yeah, maybe some I've, I've definitely because I've had to take him to some of his brother's middle school games, and I a lot of a lot of uh, concession stand candies. <laughs> nachos involved. can keep a young child occupied yeah. for up to 45 minutes. He is, he is a busy kid, man. You he know? does not want to sit still. With nachos in front of him? Yeah, no, Maybe I mean, he will. He'll eat a few nachos. Something about that delicious cheese. He's more likely to start throwing nachos well, at people in the stands. Well, you know? They probably deserve it. Also good. <laughs> you know. We'll be right back after this on WHB. Welcome back to the Border Patrol on Sports Radio 810 WHB. We had a nice outing yesterday. Out to Children's Mercy Park, me, Lebo, Nate Bucati, Paige, Bethany. Was that it? Is that everybody? Yeah. I think so. And a whole bunch of others. Did you have a nice meal? We had some dot dogs. And dot some dogs, chicken. baby. Oh, man, the dot dogs were good. Yeah. Let me tell you something, though. They had something dangerous out there, man. So delicious and delectable. 
horchata bites. Ooh, fried horchata bites. Horchata. Oof. Let me tell you. Very, very good. They they made get it those a, when you, when you're out there. They made an announcement. Jake but then you Reed. have to take a nap. Well, yeah, you you do need a nice nap after that, maybe a, or a stiff coffee. Can I give a shout out to somebody? Please do. Do it. I thoroughly enjoyed meeting Daniel Spiri. Great guy who covers sporting for the Kansas City Star, and he was nice enough to come up and say hello and say they listened to the show. And now he will be a guest on this show because we need someone that knows soccer. Right. I agree. I told him. I said, wait, <laughs> help us out here, boy. Wait, wait. Can you? Yeah. We, we do? Bring something yeah. to the table. Sorry, Jake. Uh, oh, man. But we, had a, we, had, we talked for a long time. What a great guy. Really good guy. And uh, really enjoyed talking with him. And, uh, and so he, he's, he's, now he's going to be part of the Border Patrol universe, whether he wants to be or not. Uh, so add him to the list, Jake. But Damn, uh, Daniel. Very, yeah. uh, really, really enjoyed meeting him, man. Met the new uh, play-by-play voice for sporting. Blake Arney. I liked him a lot. Yeah. He's very tall. Kansas City kid. I had to look up to him. Yep. Goes, and we, we, Nebraska. Went to Nebraska. Yep. He's, he's fired up for Nebraska ball. Yeah. So. Why wouldn't he be? Well, he is. Why, why, why are you doubting him? He just him? said he was. He just told you he was. <laughs> I was why don't you argue? Why wouldn't he be? Uh, and so I had a great time at Media Day. They do it up right. They do it up right out at uh, Children's Mercy Park and Media Day. And uh, and so and then you were out there doing some interviews. Yeah. In some orange sneakers. Right. I, a lot of people commented on those. Yeah, orange well, sneakers. that's so what they you were wanted. Loud. Yeah, I'm looking did they, for did attention. They, did they get well, the? Gonna say, yeah. <laughs> did they get the attention you were seeking? Right, you win. I mean, yeah, you I like I, I think uh, you know. My wife told me that if your shoes are going to be the accent piece, then everything else needs to be quiet. So I, I had like some dark pants and a dark shirt on, and some bright orange shoes. And I think that might be part of my style going forward. Yeah. Right. You know, get, I like to try to get attention at all times. As well, you know. Who the, hell, who, the, who the hell did you talk to out there? Huh? Anybody? I talked to I talked to a few guys. Jake Davis, a defender. I talked to Eric Tommy, a midfielder. I talked to Nemanja Radoja, another midfielder. I talked to Alan Polito in Spanish. We probably won't play that since uh, it's in Spanish. But uh, why don't we play the Jake Davis interview? Because he's, uh, I think, one of the big keys to the turnaround last season. Everybody talked about the star players that got healthy when sporting got better. But I also think that a huge part was Jake Davis stepping in for an aging Graham Zusi at the time who got injured. And with his younger legs uh, and work ethic and all the stuff that he brought to the table, I think Jake Davis really elevated what Sporting Kansas City was was as a defensive team last year. So it was fun to talk to him yesterday. We're here with Sporting Kansas City defender Jake Davis. And, uh, Jake, first of all, what a day. I mean, in February, you guys are training in weather like this. This isn't bad, is it? No, it's great. It's nice to come back. And, you know, we've been in Miami for four weeks now, so it makes it easier to come back because I know everyone's – and Kansas been talking about the cold, so I'm very I'm very blessed. A lot of anticipation for this season, particularly with the way that you guys closed out last year. And you got this season started off with a draw away from home. Now you always want to get three points if you can, but overall, how did you guys feel about that first performance of the season? Yeah, I mean, Houston's not an easy place to go and play. As MO knows over here. But, uh, no, I think a draw is great. Obviously, there was a lot of good in the game that we, we did, and then obviously there's a lot of things that we still need to work on, and it's the first game, and I think leaving with a draw is great. A lot, of build, a lot to build on, but for the most part, going away 
being up 1-0, then conceding, and then keeping it and leaving with a point is, is, is massive to start the season. Man, for you, i got to think this is a completely different mindset going into this season where at this point last year, you're just hoping for minutes. And it's crazy how much things change because I never viewed you as a right back before that. You took that position, made it your own. How different is it coming into a season knowing that you're a guy that's like written into the team sheet um, if, if, if everything's going the way that it's supposed to? Yeah, I think that, you know, obviously it's new for me too. It's a different mentality to, to keep a spot and continue playing good, but um, I think the, the thing that I do for myself is to make sure I stay in routine. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not getting too high on the high. I'm not getting too low on the low. I go into training every day, take care of my body, you know, implement the things the coaches are trying to work on on the training field, and, you know, I'm, I, for the most part, not trying to be lackadaisical and, um, you know, playing like how I was last year, playing like I'm chasing a spot, playing like I'm still trying to prove things because I am. And um, I think, you know, doing things like that, mm, being a good pro, I think that'll just, you know, do it for me for itself and it'll help me continue to perform on the field and stay healthy. Finally for you, you got the home opener on Saturday against Philadelphia. They've been one of the better teams in the Eastern Conference for the past several years. Uh, how much you know about those guys and maybe what are you most excited about when it comes to the first home match of the season? Yeah, I mean, I know Philadelphia's top team, won MLS Cup, been in MLS Cup multiple times. Um, look, I, I just, I know that this week in training, I'm going to be focused to make sure that, you know, our game plan is, that I understand the game plan, that I'm doing everything I can to prepare my body for that game because I know it'll be a tough one. And, um, you know, on the soccer side of things, paying attention to the tactical points and, and making sure that I understand what I need to do in the game. And also, you know, it's a home game and I, I, I can't be more excited to come here and we also have the advantage with the fans we have and the atmosphere we create here and I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be a lot of fun, Jake. Thanks a lot for the time. Good luck this season. Of course. Thank you so much. So there's Jake Davis. Uh, I think he's uh, a real bright spot for Sporting Kansas City going into this year and somebody that uh, they can look forward to having for for years to come at uh, that right back position. All right, we'll take a break. Back after this on WHP. All right, once again, a couple of headlines for the Chiefs. The Chiefs, according to several sources, releasing wide receiver Marquez Valdez-Scantling, saving $12 million against the cap. And also, according to Jordan Schultz and some other reports, the Chiefs are now officially placing the franchise tag on cornerback Legereus Sneed. So there you go. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Literally. Nate Bucati, we were out at Sporting Kansas City Media Day. We had dot dogs yeah. covered in delicious chili and horchata bites. Yeah, one of the things that uh, Jake Reed said, the president of the team, when he made some announcements about the new big video boards they have at Children's Mercy Park and LED boards, which are really nice. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. The last thing that... MVS did, Josh Briscoe to screw this out, the last thing that he did in a Chiefs uniform is he took that Chiefs flag and he planted it right at the 50-yard line on the Raiders' freaking home field after the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, basically taking that flag and shoving it up the Raiders' ass. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> God bless MVS, right? What a man. Jake, look. Look at that. It's a beautiful thing. Way to go. Put that on your wall. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. That'll be a good I'm picture. Sorry. It would be. 
Well, anyways, Jake Reed was talking about a lot of the different things they've done and, and, and new concessions, and he said that Dot Dogs is one of a few different ways they're going to be honoring the KCK heritage of Children's Mercy Park being in Wyandotte County, which makes me very, very happy as a man who claims KCK as my where I'm from. That's what they called so, you back in the Dot Dog. The Dot Dog. Yeah. Those were delicious. Uh, Eric Tommy, midfielder for Sporting Kansas City, scored a goal in the first game, and so I had a chance to talk to him yesterday about uh, this upcoming home opener. All right, we're here with Sporting Kansas City midfielder Eric Tommy, one of the stars of the show in week number one. You had that big goal, Eric, uh, that was a great individual effort as well. Um, I want to just go back to that moment before we even talk about the season. That's one of those moments you dream of, right? How, how good did that one feel? Take me through what uh, you remember about that play. Yeah, I mean, it always feels good to help the team. Um, but in that situation, I was I had the ball, and I want to play to, to CV. Um, got the ball straight back to me, and saw the space in front of me. So if I have space, I go. And yeah, at the end, I have to decide if I play to Danny or not. And um, yeah, I didn't get enough pressure for them, and I take advantage of that, or took advantage of that, and, and scored. I think at the end, you need also a little bit of luck. Um, but again, it's always nice to help the team. It's always nice to have some chemistry too and, and an understanding of your teammates a relationship that you guys seem to have this year because there's so much consistency from the roster from last year to this year specifically in the midfield with you and and Nemanja uh, and, and Remy Voltaire how would you say that understanding has grown since maybe last year I mean um, every game it's, it's growing every game but of course like I said we had like the almost the same players on the pitch last game as this season. So uh, last season and this season, so um, it's good for us. And I have like a, a base to to train with the guys. Um, but the season starts from zero, so we have to keep going, have to improve ourselves. Um, and I think there's a lot of room for improvement still. After first game, details are missing sometimes, um, but that's that's fine, that's okay. And we have to keep going and looking forward for the home opener. Is there anything in particular you'd really like to improve upon from week one to this home opener on Saturday? I mean, just just take the last game. I mean, our target was to, to close the gaps defensively. Uh, offensively, we hadn't that actions or we went that like possession game we had normally we didn't play that game so um, it was a different kind of game but uh, I would say defensively was okay offensively we have to improve and that's what we want to do next game so there is uh, Eric Tommy sporting Kansas City in the Philadelphia Union 730 Saturday night at Children's Mercy Park you can listen right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB or you can watch me on uh, MLS season pass on Apple TV you don't really get to watch me because you won't see me. But uh, the camera going to be on your line. We can listen to you. Yeah. And watch the game. Watch the game. That's well, more important than listening to me. This uh, show has uh, been uh, full of goodness. Hopefully your bellies are nice and full after four hours of the Border Patrol. And once again, sub reports out there now that the Chiefs have released MVS, saving $12 million against the cap. And uh, they have placed the franchise tag on the Jarius Sneed because that's what they need to do. And now, what's next? Tag and trade? Hmm? Yeah. Extend Chris Jones? Thereby extending hmm? Stephen St. Well, John. that's obvious. Man. And right now, 
the Chiefs should be announcing their their plans for renovating Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah, just your normal, typical Wednesday, February 28th. Hello. Let's see if the temperature drops another 60 degrees today. We got a leap year, too. We'll probably all be dead, but you know what? Hey. We're having a great time. That's all that matters. I got a surprise for you guys. Oh, what is it? Can't tell you. Hey, great. Thanks. In-studio surprise. (laughs) Oh, boy. I think I'm going to stay home tomorrow. (laughs) Everyone have a uh, great day right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB.